Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Welcome. So today we are talking about how supermums do it all, part two, where we're going to be talking about productivity and time management. If you're new here, Welcome, my name's Dr. Gemma Elizabeth and I am a homeschooling mum of three in the UK and I'm the founder of OurMuslimHomeschool.com and in these weekly broadcasts we talk, I talk to mothers and find ways that mothers can make positive and lasting changes in their lives that will empower them and we talk about homeschooling, we talk about parenting and so I'm so glad that you're here to join us today and that goes live every week on Sundays at 10 a.m. on Facebook and Instagram. Hi, Alia, I'm so glad you could join us. Assalamu alaikum. So, um, a few weeks ago I asked you guys before, I talked to you about how supermums do it all, and we talked about the importance of building a support network, the importance of asking for help. And I just wanna hear back from you guys while everyone's logging on and everyone's joining us, if you have taken any steps, have you guys, um, well, if you saw that video, then let me know and just tap the screen and give us a little heart or, or let a, give me a comment to let me know that you saw that video. And if you've made any changes, I really want to hear about the changes that you've made in your life to get help and to get the support that you need. Or maybe you've, um, maybe you've simplified your life because that's what I've done so I, since the last time we spoke about how Supermom does it all it actually got me thinking because these videos really do help me as well I'm talking to myself as well as all of you hi guys I'm so glad you could make it um salam. so what I've done since we last spoke about how Supermom does it all is you will have noticed that I um that I sold all the books on my shop I cleared out my shop completely and I am so grateful to all the customers that bought from me in the past. But what I realized on reflection was that it was draining my energy to do that shop, to run that as well as homeschool, as well as do the blogging, as well as do all the other stuff I do. Um, it didn't bring me joy. It, it was taking energy away from more important things in my life. And so what I did since we last spoke about how Supermum does it all is that I closed down my shop. And I'd love to hear from you guys how you have changed things in your life as well. Um, but the, the conversation we're going to have today is part two. Um, part two is going to be talking about time management, how Supermum does it all in terms of time management and productivity. Um, and I am no expert in this, but I have made some really big strides in this area of my life. I've made some really, I didn't progress, I feel, and I want to talk about that today and share that with you. Oh, it's great to see so many of you here. I'm so pleased. Um, so this was actually a request from one of my lovely long-term subscribers on YouTube to do a follow-up from part one. So that's why we're doing this video. So if any of you ever have any requests for videos that you want to do, you want me to do, that you want to see, let me know. Please let me know. Send in uh, your request to me on, um, on Instagram and uh, let me know what you would like me to make videos of. So this is actually a request, this video. Right, I'm just having a look at my notes. Make sure I don't miss anything out. Right. So, 
What we're talking about today is time management. And the core to time management, the real heart of what time management is all about, is not about organisation. It's not about um, planning and uh, forward planning. It's not all of those things. The heart of time management is valuing your time. It is, it is um, realising that you have a limited time in this world, that you have a purpose in this world that you have to fulfil and that you need to get it done, that you as a mother value your time. And it goes back to self-worth, like we spoke about last time. Um, this unshakable belief that the time you have is important. And that's what the crux of time management is all about. Because I, I really believe that all of you who are watching here today have a purpose, that you have a reason why you were put on this earth and that you have a limited amount of time to fulfill that purpose. And I'm not just talking about religious aspects, of course that is the most important thing, but in other terms, in other, in other ways, you have a purpose on this planet. Um, and I think as mums, especially when we are young mums, many of us go through this cycle of doubting ourselves, of losing confidence and self-belief and self-worth, and we feed ourselves all these, I don't know, negative emotions and we get caught up in guilt and we get shrouded with this negativity and we lose our sense of confidence in ourselves. But I'm here to tell you today that you have worth, you are valuable and you have something important to bring to this planet, that Allah put you here for a reason. And I'm not going to go into that today. That's a whole nother topic on finding your purpose and finding your way in this world. But it is at the core of what time management is all about, is that feeling of self-worth and that feeling of, you know what, I matter, my time is important and I want to make the most of my time. Um, and I think, you know, before I get into this, that as Muslims, I know 90% of you who are watching this are Muslims, that we have time management already weaved into our day. We are fortunate that we've got those five daily prayers there's nothing that is going to teach you to be disciplined with your time more than those five daily prayers. And if you haven't, if you're not praying already, then I would really encourage you to start there when it comes to time management. I mean, if you can wake up for the pre-dawn prayer for Fajr, when it's freezing cold and you've not had enough sleep, if you can do that, you can do anything, in my opinion. So I shared previously that my, salam Noor, I shared previously that one of my goals, you know, I have, I have um, spiritual and religious goals as well, but one of my goals as a mother and as a woman is to be this awesome homeschool mum, okay? I'm getting there, I'm not there yet. I want to be that mum who is so connected with her kids, who, you know, who really gets them, they can come to me for anything, but at the same time, you know, there's structure and there's discipline in the home. I want to be, you know, that amazing mum who's got a real connection with her family, with her husband. So that is my ambition. That is what I work towards every day. That is my priority. Um, but when you set goals for yourself like that, they don't just happen by mistake. You know, you don't think, okay, I'm going to be this amazing mum. And then you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and expect it all to be that way. 
you have to take small incremental steps towards that goal. So for example, you know, I'm going to be really simplistic here. Say your goal was to be a millionaire, right? Let's just say. And you said, oh Allah, please make me a millionaire, right? And then you went and sat on the sofa, got your Pringles out and started watching Celebrity Love Island. Do you think that that person is going to become a millionaire anytime soon? But he said, but I asked Allah. I, I asked Allah to, to make me a millionaire. So if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm just going to sit on the sofa and watch Celebrity Love Island. No, you make dua, you make that intention and then you take action. So the same thing for being an epic mum, you want to be this incredible homeschool mum, if that's what you want, you have to take action. You don't just sit back. What about that mother who's in her dressing gown until noon and just clutching onto her cup of tea and grumpy and snapping at her kids? Now, I've been there, okay? I'm not judging you if you're there. I've been there, but I learned that that woman has, is not going to be this epic homeschool mum without taking action. And it starts with small incremental steps to getting there. It comes to making time for these small acts. And I'm actually going to share with you my small acts, my little bits of action that I do every day to become that mother, to become that homeschool mum. There's, there's a hadith. I'm going to read the hadith to you. It says that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Take up good deeds only as much as you are able. For the best deeds are those done regularly, even if they are few. Isn't that exactly what we're talking about here? Do what you can, small incremental steps to get to the place you want to be. And the same applies if you want to get fit, if you want to lose weight, if you want to start a business. It starts small, making those small steps. With marriage as well, you know, if you want to improve your marriage, small actions every day consistently. And, you know, it comes down again to owning the life that you have. You know, you can't expect the people around you to bring you that success that you want. You can't expect your children to suddenly realize, oh, mom wants to be this amazing homeschool mom now. We all need to change. No, you have to take responsibility and ownership for your life and for the decisions that you make. Um, it all comes down to you. It all comes down to you. If you want your life to change, you have to take action yourself. Um, you can't expect the people around you to make you happy. Happiness is a choice that you make. Um, so let me see. Right. So today I'm going to share with you, I'm going to share with the world my slow and steady steps to creating the life that I want, the life that I dream of. Um, now, this is the caveat here. If you are a mother who has just had a baby, or if you're just about to have a baby, or if you've lost somebody that you love, or if you're going through troubles in your marriage, anything like that, where you've got bigger problems, this is not for you. I mean, by all means, listen and, and take in what you want from it, but take it with a pinch of salt. This is not for people who've got bigger problems and, um, you know, just take what you want from it. So, number one, this is my advice to you. Sorry about that. I've moved, I'm in my kitchen now. Hopefully this is gonna work better. Hopefully some of you will come back on. I will try and upload all of this later onto YouTube as usual. So I was talking about some of the small and incremental steps that I do every day um, to get me to that goal, to that dream that I have of being that epic homeschool mum. So first of all, it starts with setting yourself up for success. 
Um, so you, what you want to do is you want to go to that priority. So my priority is home education. So I want to start my homeschool day as the best version of myself that I can be. It's just the same as if you were, you know, if you had an important meeting at work or if you had an important training session, if you're working towards some kind of athletic goal, whatever your important thing is for the day, you want to approach that in the best version of yourself. So mine is our homeschool time is that is my show time, right? It's my show time. It's the time that I have to be at my best. And so when I am planning my day, I want to plan it so that I set myself up for success. And that means that I have rituals that happen before we start school and even the night before. And that's what we're going to talk about with you today. I'm so glad some of you have joined in again. I apologize for it cutting out. So the night before, this is what I do. And like I said before, if you're, you know, not in a position to do all of these things, maybe there's just one thing that you could could take from this. So the night before, the kitchen gets cleaned, the dishwasher gets put on, any books or school things that are still hanging around get put away. And I just have a quick look at my timetable and see what schoolwork we're going to be doing the next day. I personally will always make sure that my screens are off preferably at least an hour before I go to bed because it affects my sleep. It affects my mood. You know, if I'm going to bed looking at the news feed and it's all that negativity or Facebook and all that noise, you know, that you get from social media. So an hour before bed, screens have to be off. You know, I don't, don't do any of that. And then I do some self-care rituals before I go to sleep. So that will include either having a bath a couple of times a week or um, just soaking my feet in some Epsom salts and some lavender essential oil. And that just helps me, not only does it help my health, because Epsom salts are great for detoxifying your body, um, but it helps my mood. It's that self-care that we all need. And I will also think about what I'm going to wear tomorrow. I don't necessarily put it out on the side, but I have in my mind, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wear something. Just like if you had, you know, the next day at work or you were going to university or something, you might plan, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wear this. And the same for homeschooling. Just because I'm at home doesn't mean these things need to slip. Homeschooling is, like I said, my showtime. I want to turn out, turn up as the best me I can be. So in the morning, I wake up, I pray Fajr. I wake up, actually, and the first thing I do is I say, Alhamdulillah. I say, thank you. I'm grateful. And it just sets the tone for the day. Then I go make wudu. Then I pray. And you'll notice at no point in this did I say I check my phone or I go and make myself a drink. No, straight wudu prayer and I start. Uh, and then after I've prayed, I pick up my Quran. Where I'm sat, I read my Arabic Quran and I read the English translation of the Quran. And that reading the English translation for me has been a game changer. I don't know if any of you on here are like me and you don't speak Arabic. Um, reading the English Quran has really changed so much you know it's putting me in touch with God and my purpose and um, what's really important right at the beginning of my day Uh, and then I go downstairs we've got cats so I feed my cats I make myself a black coffee I put on our essential oil diffusers around the house I unload the dishwasher and then what I do is I put the kids breakfast on the table and um and this means that they can help themselves. I don't serve them breakfast, you know, like you might imagine. 
I get all the stuff that they will need on the table and then as they come down they serve themselves and that gives me a little bit more free time in the morning because then what I will do is I'll nip upstairs and have a shower um, while the kids are eating and I do something called dry brushing you can google that if you want that's really good for waking you up and invigorating you um, and it's good for your skin as well uh, and then let me see on my notes what did I say oh yeah and then I go get dressed. And I've already thought about what I wanted to wear the night before. So I just put that on. I don't have a lot of clothes either. So that also makes things simple. I like to keep things simple. Um, and you'll notice here that this might sound like a lot of things, but I do this every day. Um, so it's almost like autopilot. And you will probably have heard of this thing called decision fatigue. It's we only have a certain number of decisions that we can make every single day. Um, and when you reach your limit, you get decision fatigue. And so many mums, you know, I was there as well, where you have this brain, brain fog all the time, like mummy brain, right? And everything is kind of clouded. If you're in that position, making these kind of rituals and routines every morning really, really helps because you don't feel frazzled and frantic because it's just like autopilot. You just go through all these things and they're all positive things leading up to your showtime, right? Um, and so after I'm dressed, I quickly do a pickup upstairs, any mugs and things that are by the beds. Uh, if there's plants to be watered, I do that. And then I make sure the kids are getting dressed, brushing their teeth, all of those things. And then I'll have breakfast while they're sorting themselves out again. And every day I have the same thing. I know it's boring, but it saves me that decision. Like I'm looking through my fridge thinking, oh, what am I going to eat? I already know. Like I change it up every couple of months, you know, but for maybe two or three months, I always have the same thing. And at the moment, that's a green smoothie. And if I didn't eat well the night before, if I had a light dinner, I'll have like a bagel or something as well. Um, I have my vitamins, I clean up the kitchen, I reload the dishwasher, get the books ready for school, and then we're ready to start school. And we usually start anywhere between nine and 10 in the morning. Um, and you'll see here that my focus in the morning is not what you would expect as a homeschool mum. You would think as a homeschool mum, I'm busy all morning, preparing worksheets, printing things out, um, I don't know, sharpening pencils or re pre-reading books. I don't do all those things in the morning. I might do them over the weekend and things like that. My preparation for the school day is preparing myself. It's preparing my mind, especially, for what's to come. I want to bring that positive energy. I want to be able to face the day with a smile and make my kids smile. And I can't do that unless I prepare my mind, my heart, my spirit, everything to get to that point. That is my priority in the day. It's that school time. And you might have a different priority. If your kids go to school, your priority in the day might actually be that morning time, that breakfast time, you might want to prioritise your day so that you sit with your kids during breakfast and you have that time together or that time after school. And that might be what I would call show time for you. It's different, whatever your situation is. Um, yeah, so, you know, I have been in that place where I've really noticed that my mood affects my kids and my husband to an extent. Um, as mothers, if we start our day off grumpy, tired, you know, in a negative way, it rubs off on the kids. You know, we snap at the kids, they start arguing with their sibling, they snatch something off the next one and everyone's fighting and everyone's grumpy and it all started with mum, usually. If I am positive and these little squabbles, you know, appear throughout the day, then I can jump on it and I can tackle it um, without 
you know, being negative and you know, still keeping that positive vibe. We have such an important role to play in that in the atmosphere in our homes. Um, right. The next thing. So we've talked about setting yourself up for success. The next thing I want to talk about is, um, hi, Amina, I'm so glad you could join us today. So the next thing I want to talk about is daily routines to simplify. So again, I talked about this brain fog that a lot of us have, mummy brain. Um, Even if you don't have mummy brain, it's still so important to um, get some aspects of your life on autopilot so you can focus on the things that really matter. So one of those things is um, setting up other kinds of routines in your home. So in our homeschool, we have a list of things that have to be done daily. And we have a list of things that are done once or twice a week. So those things will get allocated today. So I'm going to go into this in more detail. So for our daily checklist of homeschool things that must be done every day, and this is the same every day, I don't need to think about it. The kids don't need to think about it. It just has to get done. Handwriting, reading, maths, a narration of some sort, foreign language. Those are our musts. Oh, and Quran, obviously, and Quran. Quran is what we usually start with, the first thing that they do, um, recitation and memorization. So those are our things, and they actually have a checklist that they have to tick off um, every day. And if you want that, it is on my blog. I will link that up for you somewhere after this video goes up. I'll put it on my Insta stories, and I'll link up that checklist, and you can print that out. It might be helpful for you as well. So they have their daily list of must-dos. Then... We have, then we'll add in another subject or two subjects. So, for example, Monday is picture study day and geography, I think. Tuesday is, I think it's history. Wednesday is something else. You know, uh, Friday is our Islamic studies day. We have a day for each subject that's like, that's extra to the daily work. And we have that on a simple timetable, just like you would have had at school. You would have had a, a timetable that tells you what subjects you're doing each day. We have the same thing. Um, And by taking that decision from my brain, you know, I can focus on them. I can really listen to what they're saying and what their needs are. And it gives us a lot of extra time um, by just getting done what we need to get done. We have every afternoon off like every afternoon. And some of those afternoons will the kids will go for classes outside the home. Um, But we usually get all of our homeschool work done by lunchtime. Um, and because I'm in that po- positive frame of mood most of the time, if they're not feeling it, if they're playing up or whatever, I feel like I'm in that position where I can deal with it. Um, right, let me see. And I, okay, I have the same setup at home. So for our household chores, many of you will already do this and you'll be like, oh yeah, I know this. So, you know, Sunday is the day where I do the ironing. Saturday is the day I change the bed sheets. Uh, Monday is the day that the cleaner comes. Friday is the day I take the car to the car wash. Um, you know, I have days allocated for the things that no, don't need to be done daily, but I also have a daily must-do list. So my daily list in our house is load the dishwasher. Um, every day we put on a load of laundry. Every day we put the tumble dryer on. Um, you know, clean the kitchen. Uh, what else do we do? Make the beds. So we have a list of daily things that always get done. And they've been done every day for so long now that I've, I've forgotten what we do every day, to be honest, because it's just become so ingrained into our family culture. Um, and I would really warn you against this concept that we have in, in modern womanhood of multitasking. I, I absolutely am against multitasking. I think that it is, 
less efficient for one thing and it ends up making you mentally feeling more frantic and more frazzled you can't focus you can't be present with what you're doing um try not to multitask i know when you've got little kids pulling you here and there and looking for your attention all the time you do end up multitasking to an extent but where you can be focused and be present with the task that you're doing you will do a much better job um, and we don't need you don't need to multitask um, try and get out of that habit because I used to be in that habit as well and I found so much more contentment and so much more happiness in stopping that that aspect of my personality I guess where I wanted to get more and more done um, by taking on more at the same time it's not it's not doesn't work right and lastly, what we spoke about was getting help. Now, we spoke about that two weeks ago. Getting help is the epitome of you showing everyone and showing yourself, most importantly, that your time is important. That uh, by building this support network for yourself, you get to focus your time on what matters um, and make that time more productive, more, um, more worthwhile. So if you plan to homeschool long term, you need to build that kind of support for yourself because you can't do it alone. And that might just mean your husband helps you out or it might mean you employ somebody, but you need to find some kind of support network that works for you. And if you didn't already watch that video, it is still on YouTube, um, How Super Mums Do It All, part one. So um, yeah, that was the, the main message that I wanted to get over to you today was that you need to take responsibility for your time um, that your life is not going to go the way that you have planned in your head unless you take action. And that means even motherhood. If you want to be this amazing mum, if you want to be this epic homeschool mum that you've always dreamed of, you have to take action. It doesn't happen overnight. Small, steady steps. Um, if you want to start by setting up your day in some way so that you hit that kitchen table, the best version of you you can be, that would be amazing. Um, but small, steady steps every day or every week will get you there. And if it doesn't get you there, then Allah will guide you to somewhere even better. Um, that's the truth, isn't it? Allah says that if you call on him, he will answer you. He will respond. Isn't that amazing? So if you've asked him, you know, Allah, I want to be better mum. I want to be a better mum. He's heard that and it will happen, but you have to take action towards it. Okay, thank you so much for all of you who've joined me here. I apologise that it cut out. I guess the signal in my office is not very good. It seems to be better here in the kitchen. Uh, I might just carry on doing it here in the future. If you've got any questions, please pop them for me now in the comments. I'm going to have a little scroll through and see what's going on. Oh, alhamdulillah, there's a lot of you guys come on. That's great. And yeah, the, the video for... Last time, uh, part one is on YouTube, it's on Facebook as well. I'll upload this later on for you guys. And if you have any requests for future Sunday broadcasts, any other lives you want me to do, let me know. Um, oh, assalamu alaikum. Lots of waving and heart going on, that's brilliant. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to end the video here today. If you want to talk about this, um, private private message me, that'd be fine as well. And I hope this has helped you. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday, the rest of your weekend. I don't know what we're planning to do. Oh, you know what? We've got a, I've got archery. I've got an archery lesson today, my first one. So I'm pretty excited. Well, my first one in this course is actually a friend of mine who's teaching me. So that's going to be fun. And oh, oh, we got some questions coming in. How do you manage daily chores and then homeschooling? 
So like I mentioned, we have, um, I have a system. I have the daily chores that have to be done every day. And they get, so they get fitted in either in the morning before school starts or they get fitted in later on in the afternoon. They do not happen during school time. Because I mentioned before, I want to be present with my children during the school hours. The temptation is always to nip off and just put a load of laundry in or just quickly go and do this job. But it takes my focus away from my kids. And that is really my main priority is to be focused with them during school hours. So I don't do that. I also, you'll have noticed, I don't check my phone during school hours as well. I don't go on social media during those school hours. I actually have stopped going on social media almost entirely until lunchtime, after lunch. So I do my routine in the morning that gets me in the mood. It gets me ready for school. I do school. That's my showtime. And then I go onto social media afterwards. So I'll, if I had to take any photos of our homeschooling day, I'll do them on just the camera, but I won't go into Instagram and post them. Um, very occasionally I'll do it before school starts if there's something that needs to be posted. But usually it's not until lunchtime because it just takes the focus. It takes the energy from what's important to really what is not important at all. Um, Oh, yeah, alhamdulillah. I'm so glad that this is like hitting home for some of you guys and it's helped a bit. How can I compensate if I can't homeschool? You can do a lot of things. Uh, I mean, it depends actually what your priority is. If your priority is education or is your priority connection, Either way, or maybe both, either way, you can do so much after school, on the weekends. I would advise you not to do too much because if your kids have been at school all day, you don't want to wear them out. Maybe just do it on weekends. But, you know, there is a wisdom in the situation you're in right now. There's a reason why you're there. If you really can't homeschool, but it's something that's in your heart to do, you can homeschool on the weekends and um, and and you can get it that way. What do you do? What time do you wake up and do your other major chores? Or do you get your children to help? My eldest is three. Um, I wake up, mm, I, to be honest, it varies, but sometimes between, sometime between six and seven, usually. It depends on the time of year, of course, because of Fajr. Um, I wake up that time and I get, like I said, I went through all those chores that I do in the morning before school starts. My kids do help. Um, that's part of their homeschool day. Um, their homeschool routine is every day they'll do some kind of chore. So that might mean hoovering one of the rooms or uh, helping me load the laundry. Um, so that they do help a little bit, but they, I mean, the eldest is only eight, but he does help. They all do. Um, and what was the next bit? The majority of the chores. Yeah. And also I've mentioned on the last Supermum video that I do have a cleaner. So she does a deep clean of my house once a week. So she comes on a Monday and deep cleans everything so it's ready for the school week, which is brilliant. Um, and the rest of the, the cleaning will get done maybe in the afternoon um, after school's finished. To be honest, by having these routines in place, I don't have big days where I have loads of stuff to do because every job has a day. So on that day, I will say, OK, today is the day I um, do the ironing. So I'll do the ironing just on that day. Um, and it works for us. Alhamdulillah. It's harder when you've got smaller kids and there's more mess though, to be fair. I understand that. Okay. I think that's all the questions. Oh, Alhamdulillah. All right. I'm so glad that this has been helpful to you. This will be uploaded again onto YouTube later on. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Assalamu alaikum. Bye.